Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Monday, July 26, 2001, and I am here to discuss the Olympic basketball mania that's going on and to review the first six games, which obviously were all 12 teams playing. And what we want to do here at uh, Coach Talk is just make a, a quick uh, review of all of the teams. Let's look at the box scores and let's knock this out because uh, we know we did well here. If you're a member, or if you're part of Coach Talk, we did well in the first six games, but we want to up it and, and uh, get some optimal lineups in there. So I think, you know, it's obviously everybody in the industry, everybody playing DFS uh, on DraftKings, specifically with all the teams. Uh, it's a challenge because there you can do some research for sure, check out uh, previous statistics and Olympics and find out who the stronger players are in the European leagues. But it becomes very tough. Uh, there, some of the Iranian players, it was almost impossible to find uh, a lot of background on them as well as the Japanese players. And so what we felt uh, we wanted to do here with this extra podcast, since we have a day in between, is just review this entire uh, first set of six games, talk about the minutes, let's talk about some of the standout players. This way we get a good feel uh, going forward. Then tomorrow, uh, Andrew Hansen and myself will do our normal uh, podcast that we do, and we'll review the four-game slate tomorrow. Um, I know it gets confusing for everybody because it's weird. Some of the games are at night. You go to bed, one game plays, and then there's another game that's still on the same slate that morning. So it can uh, be a little confusing. But if you're wanting to give this a run the next two weeks, I think there's a ton of money to be had. Perfect time to give us a chance at DFS Coach Talk. Just go to DFSCoachTalk.com. You can sign up for a three-day pass if you just want to dip your toe in the water. Uh, we do have a spring, I'm sorry, a summer special uh, for $88 that takes you all the way through to September 7th, which will include all of the Olympics, all of the NBA uh, Summer League, and then we've got tons of Major League Baseball going on every day, and, in, and also our golf coverage, which we're covering the Olympics this week, and then we'll go back to covering every week of the PGA. All right. Let's dive into this and uh, and see what we've got. So the very first game, let's talk about Iran and the Czech Republic. The Czech Republic won the game 84-78. Uh, they were in control of this game throughout, but uh, Iran made a huge uh, close in the second half there and uh, made it uh, close to a game. They never really uh, were in danger of taking the lead, but they certainly did uh, cut it back and make it uh, a strong finish. Uh, as far as Iran goes, uh, let's let's take a look here. There's definitely some uh, minutes played by some of the the big players, and of course, it's the guys with this guy has 19 letters in his last name. So obviously, I'm going to butcher the uh, entire name, but I'm going to do the best I can. And if I take the time to spell it out, the podcast will be over. But anyway. The guy that led in minutes and in scoring and is obviously going to be an interesting play going forward uh, was number 88, Benham. All right, here we go. Yachitala 
Decordy. Okay. Y A K H C H A L I D E H K O R D I. There you go. That's, uh, I say I chart. I think I have to change my glasses now. But yeah, uh, 36 minutes and eight seconds. He was a really strong nine for 16 from the field, 22 points, four assists, uh, steal, uh, strong play. So there's a guy that we want to keep our eye on from Team Iran for sure. Uh, there's two other guys that log big minutes, uh, 32 minutes and five seconds for Muhammad Samad Nick. Kabarami, that's K-H-A-H-B-A-H-R-A-M-I. These are tougher than the old KBO names. But uh, again, solid performance, 7 for 11 from the field. Um, I'm sorry, I take that back. He was only 3 for 11 from the field. It's the other guy that's, that's 7 for 11. So the fact that he was only three for 11, still scored decently in fantasy points. You know, he's going to get some shots up and a guy we're going to look at going forward. He's number 14. Uh, he did have six rebounds, two assists, uh, and he had three steals. So there's the second guy. The third guy is the one that went seven for 11. That's Muhammad Jamshidjar Farabadi. There you go. J-A-M-S-H-I-D. IJ, blah, 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 blah. Okay, that is number 13. He played 28-36, 7 for 11 from the field, 16 points, 7 assists, so handled the ball a lot, uh, steal in there as well, and one rebound. So those are the three guys. I'm not going to repeat their names, but uh, you can re-listen to this if you need to jot them down. But those are the three I'll be concentrating on. The other guys... Uh, that played decent minutes. They didn't go super deep like most teams. They had um, Navid Razafar played 19 minutes and had four points, three rebounds. The rest of the guys, you know, uh, I guess you could play uh, Arsalan Kazemi. He played almost 20 minutes, five points and two rebounds. Rest of the guys, single digits, low minutes. But at least it gives us two, three, four guys to consider uh, in game two. So there we go. That's the toughest names of all of them. So hopefully everybody got that. Uh, the Czech Republic, it was pretty much what we said. It was going to be the, the Thomas Sadoransky show. But here's the amazing part is he did well uh, in fantasy points for his price, which I'm sure uh, is going to go up. But he played 34 minutes out of the 40. There are not a whole lot of guys that played 34-plus minutes uh, in any of these games. But here's the, the the stickler. He was two for 14. So to go two for 14 and still do okay, you know he's going to knock some of those shots down. He was also 0 for 5 from 3 in that mix. But here's the thing. Eight rebounds, eight of six, eight assists, and five steals. So put a giant circle around him. He's going to be the monster usage guy. I mean, he took the most shots, even though he wasn't hitting anything. The ball was in his hands. So Sato's going to make multiple lineups for me throughout this tournament. After that, uh, you've got three guys in the low 20s, and then they used their bench. They played eight guys between 13 and 21 minutes. So it's going to be hard choosing the right guy in the right situation. So let's go through 
uh, that grouping real quickly. Jan Vesely, who everybody knows that, that played in the NBA for a little bit for the Wizards, he played 24 minutes, 11.7 rebounds. He looked good, so he definitely uh, has a chance to make some lineups if his price goes down. He was very pricey in this first game. Then you have Blake Sh uh, Shib, Schlib, Shib, something, S-C-H-I-I-B. He looked good. I, I was impressed by his uh, game. He was 6 for 10 from the field in 24 minutes for 14 points. He added four rebounds and five assists. So he is my second favorite Czech Republic guy because he looks like if anybody can get even a couple extra minutes and uh, definitely help out in DFS points because he does things across the board, uh, it's Shib. So put a, put a circle around him as well. Uh, the next guy's a little bit of a, a downturn from there. Uh, Patrick Otta, he played 22 minutes, four for seven, and he, he, uh, was eight for 10 from the line. So he's a, a big guy that, uh, gets fouled and, uh, can get to the line. He's number one, uh, forward type player, I guess, but, uh, 16 points, six rebounds and, uh, somebody that, that definitely can be looked upon when they're, uh, the checks. Republic's playing teams without strong interior. After that, uh, big drop-off, but guys that still may be able to get in there. We played Andrej Balvin, and he was okay. Uh, he did get nine points and eight rebounds. He's a big guy, and he's thin, but he's tall, and he looks like a player. Uh, don't know why he only got 19 minutes. That's a little bit of an issue. But if he gets 25, 26 minutes, he certainly has enough game. I mean, you know, to go nine and eight, almost get a triple-double and not even get half the game played. I'm sorry, a double-double and not get uh, a lot of the game played uh, in minutes. I think he's got upside. So if his price stays down where it is, he's certainly a steal. And uh, after that, I don't think I'm going to even mention the rest of these guys because they're not somebody – that I'm going to consider. I mean, they had another five guys play 13, 14 minutes, but we've got enough, enough depth and cheap enough depth figured out now uh, after seeing one round of these games that we really don't need to go uh, any deeper. All right, let's go to the second game that was on the board here, and that would be Germany and Italy. Uh, we know that uh, that was expected to be a hotly contested uh, game, and it was. Italy pulled away at the end, but they certainly um, uh, were in a fight throughout. So let's start with the Germans. Uh, they scored 82 points. This was the high-scoring game that we thought, 92-82, and the, both of these teams play up tempo. I think that uh, a lot of guys on both sides we can consider going forward. Um, Germany played a lot of guys, uh, no question. Nobody played over 29 minutes on the entire German team. They did have like five guys, though, that got that upper 20s. So let's discuss those guys. Number one was uh, 29 minutes, 28 seconds, Andreas Obst, O-B-S-T. Um, he was four for 11 from the field, so he did not shoot the ball well. Not many ancillary stats, though. He didn't have any rebounds, only one assist, and only one steal. So not 
real thrilled. Maybe he's a little bit of a scorer and he'll make some more shots, but from what we see here, looks a little more scoring dependent. Uh, but he did lead them in minutes, so that says something. A couple guys right behind him. This second guy, I think, was the best player on the floor for Germany, and I don't, I really do. I think he was, he's a stronger player to me than Bonga or Wagner from the NBA, and it's Mayoto Low, L O, number four. Smooth looking guard, beautiful jump shot, uh, just real crafty player, real efficient. He had 24 points, nine for 12 from the field, including six threes, four rebounds, four assists. So there's a guy that, you know, is the number one uh, option for me going forward for Germany. And if you look back, it's again, what I'm talking about today isn't just the stats here that we're looking at from one game. We're still putting all that work we put in prior to, you know, who are the players, where are they playing? What do the friendlies look like prior to the Olympics? You know, do they play? A lot of these guys play professionally uh, in Europe, a lot of them in Spain or, uh, you know, Real Madrid. There's three or four guys. So looking at all of that body of work is what we're we're talking about when we go through these. So Lowe can back it up. I think you'll see that he'll have plenty of minutes and get plenty of usage and uh, definitely a number one option. Then you have uh, Bonga. He played 27 minutes, and he was good. I mean, you know, we know he's a terrific defender, and he he really was. He, he locked down some people, but he shot five for eight from the field, so that will work. 13 points. He had three rebounds, four assists, two steals, and two blocks. So you're going to get some DFS stats across the board on him for sure. So definitely a guy uh, to consider more so if his price is right. And then we go to uh, 20, almost 21-minute uh, Mo Wagner, which is a little disappointing. I thought he'd play closer to 30. So if he's going to be in the 20-minute range, I'm a little concerned, but he's still good. He only shot three for 10 from the field, which I think he'll do better because a lot of his shots are usually finishing at the rim. But, you know, he added four rebounds and uh, had an assist. Not a, not a spectacular game by any stretch for his price. But if it comes down, uh, he's a guy that we still need to keep an eye on as a possible play. But not at a high price. Uh, just didn't show me that that ceiling that I was, was looking for. Then you have a guy by the name of Jonas Voigtman. V-O-I, Voigtman. V-O-I-G-T. M-A-N-N, and he was good. Number seven for Germany, if you watched any of the game, uh, he played 21 minutes. He only took one, sh uh, two shots, one for two, but he was so good on the floor, just good floor general, uh, hit the glass. You know, he had uh, six rebounds, four assists, and uh, was really in the middle of a lot of stuff going on. So a, a cheaper option that we definitely want to keep uh, an eye on going forward. Then you have uh, a guy I'm not really interested in, uh, Niles Jiffy with a G, uh, just one for three, three points, two rebounds, but he did play 20 minutes. So really it's top heavy toward the guys that we talked about. Uh, there's one last guy that I'll mention that's possible. His name is Jonas Thiemann, T-H-I-E-M-A-N-N. Um, I don't believe I, I mentioned him, but if I did, then I'm repeating it. But he was 19 minutes, uh, and he had four points, 
three rebounds and, you know, was in the mix a bit. But I think really, you know, you got to look here at low number one. Certainly Bonga now a little bit if his price is right. Ops with the big minutes and uh, still Wagner in the mix. Uh, and also, uh, you know, one or two of those guys, because I'll tell you what, they, they play faster pace. And if their games, if they're going to match up against teams that are also running, I think you're going to see some higher scores there. All right, let's go to the Italians. My Kumbas there in Italy. My uh, interesting game. Ninety-two points though. They they were lighting it up there for a bit. Um, but you know they had let's see two, four, six man rotation of key minutes. So could make Italy a really good target going forward if they're going to continue to count on the six guys or seven maybe. Uh, the man I went with early, Nico Mannion, he did play point for 24 minutes, which isn't bad. Only four for 10, but he did have seven assists. Still think he's a decent play going forward. Isn't going to exclusively play the point, though. So, you know, we'll have to weigh that as we go. But I think he has some ceiling games ahead, uh, you know, where he can get some steals and mix some things in there as well. The best player uh, in stretches for them was Stefano Tonu, T-O-N-U-T, played 32 minutes, led them. He was the only uh, guy north of 30 minutes, eight for 13 from the field, which is outstanding, and two threes. He also had three rebounds and two assists and three steals. So he emerged as the best statistical Italian out of nowhere Number seven for Italy as well, and he was he can play. So there's a guy that I am going to be looking at uh, certainly in future uh, games here in the Olympics. Then we have uh, a couple of guys we did expect. Uh, number 29 minutes, Fontaschecchio. We talked about him, rostered him. He was seven for 13 with 20 points, four rebounds, two assists, and three steals and a block. So you you're getting the whole deal with Fontaschecchio. So let's let's keep him in mind going forward. He's a key guy to this team. And then you know we were concerned about Gallinari because he just joined the team. He didn't play any of the pre uh, games with them, but he was fine. I mean, he was the, the dude we know is just a flat score. He got 25 and a half minutes. I think that'll increase in the next game. Six for nine, only nine shots, which is surprising. I think he'll. He'll get 14, 15 shots up, I think, in this next game. But he had 18 points. The only problem, and this is always the problem when we roster him in the NBA as well, he sometimes is a little uh, flat in, in the ancillary stats beyond scoring, but he can rebound. Uh, this game, he only had two rebounds and two assists. One steal and one block isn't bad. So Danilo definitely going to be – I'm going to keep watching – and very well could play. Uh, the only other guy really to me that was worth mentioning, but he had an awful, awful game, is uh, Achille Polinara, and he played 23 minutes, but he was 0 for 6 from the field. But he looks like he has some interior game. He's number 33. He had four rebounds, uh, you know, and I, I think you may see he had two blocks as well. Uh, he's a big guy. So somebody in a pinch as a big that, you know, if he gets a 26, 27 minute game and can score a little bit, 
uh, to go with the rebounds and some blocks, I think will be a help. After that, not going to recommend uh, uh, anybody else but this one guy. I saved him for last because I was really impressed with the level of play considering his age and you know heading towards the end of his career. But it's Nicolo Melli. He played 26 minutes, which, you know, that's perfectly fine. That's sort of the sweet spot right now. I mean, if you can get a guy over 30, then we're in business. But if you can get that sweet spot 25 to 28-ish minutes, that's good enough in these short 40-minute games uh, to, to really do well. And he just looked good. He looked in shape. He didn't look super old. Uh, he was 5 for 10 from the field, so very respectable hit two threes at 13 points, nine rebounds, one assist, two steals. So Nicolo Melli regained my respect and is certainly in the mix. So I like this Italian team. I love the pace they play at. I can see myself a uh, little Viva Italia as we go on uh, in this tournament. So uh, we'll see how, how they uh, turn out. Okay, back here we go to game three of the six games. And that game was, I just rewatched it because it was the one in the middle of the night the other day. And it was Australia handing it to Nigeria. So either Australia is as really good and gold medal threat as we thought, or maybe Nigeria was a little bit uh, overhyped after some of their big wins in the, the friendly games. All right, Australia with their 84 points. Very interesting here. Uh, they do use their bench, uh, but they're still a key group of guys. I will say I'll mention five guys here that I think we need to watch going forward. Um, Patty Mills, of course, had 25 points, seven for 16, five threes, six assists, four rebounds, uh, four steals. I mean, he's a... He's such a monster. He was our thumbnail for the whole day and ended up uh, smashing it. And then we had Luki yesterday, and he smashed it. So we're on a thumbnail run here uh, for sure. Uh, but Patty Mills, terrific, 35 minutes, which has shocked me. So there you go. Patty is definitely uh, circle around him and pull the highlighter out and highlight in uh, green right there. So there's your number one guy, Joe Ingles, not too far behind him as far as minutes, 33. He was only four for 12, but he got 12 shots up. That's the key. Had 11 points, four rebounds, three assists. And, you know, he's he's going to get a few steals and do some things. So, excuse me. So jumping Joe is definitely in the mix uh, going forward. After that, uh, these are the, the other guys, I think, uh, that we need to look at. Of course, Matisse Thibel. He's going to find himself on the floor a lot because he's one of, if not the best defender in the entire Olympics, in my opinion. Uh, he only played 23 minutes, so a little bit under what we're looking for at his price, especially. Three for six from the field, seven points, uh, four rebounds, two assists, and he did have five steals. He is just a steal machine. So a guy you got to consider. Uh, let's hope his price levels out, but he will get minutes. Uh, then uh, two two more guys. Uh, one guy that I did play and I was happy with, I want about three or four more minutes. He got almost 25 minutes, and that's Dante Exum. He was only four for 11 from the field for 11 points, 
but he looked good. He had five rebounds, three assists. He had a steal. I think that uh, he's going to be a good mid, mid-20s mid uh, option at a good price for them. And then the surprise guy that we really didn't talk about that had a really nice game, and it was Nick K, number 15. He played 26 minutes. He was 5 for 10 from the field. He's a big guy. Uh, he had eight rebounds, and he also had three assists and a block. So uh, a surprise guy that jumped in there and actually played way more minutes than some of the other bigs, like Baines only got in 15 minutes, but he's not complete, completely healthy. The guy that everybody was talking about, Jock Lindell, only played 13 minutes. He didn't do much. And even Chris Goulding, who had a great FIBA the last time out, he played six minutes and didn't do anything. So nice game to figure out sort of this uh, Australian rotation. As I mentioned, Delhi's you know, better days are behind him. He only played 16 minutes. So really what it comes down to from the Aussie side, when push comes to shove and we're looking to roster guys, Patty Mills, Joe Ingles, Matisse Thiable, Dante Exum, and Nick Kay are the guys that we're looking at. All right. On to Nigeria. This is the game that I totally faded. That was a contrarian play, and I think is that is why I cash, because what we talked about happened. They played all 12 guys, and not only did they play all 12, 10 of them got what you can consider decent minutes. So 10 guys they've had between 11 and the top guy minutes, 25. So, man... Good luck trying to find a guy that you're going to get enough minutes and enough usage to make it happen. Get, they only had one guy with double-digit shot attempts, and that was Mr. Jordan Nawara and his ring with the Milwaukee Bucks. I don't know if that ring made it through uh, security or not, but uh, I, I think it would have made the, the machine blow up rather than just uh, – uh, but no, they don't even have the rings yet. All right, but Justin Noir, you know, 23 minutes, 12 shots up. But he only had 10 points. He did have three rebounds, zero assists. So I don't know, something to think about. And then I'll just go through some of these other guys because we talked about all of them. Precious Achua, 21 minutes, 10 points with six rebounds. He's playing good ball. Gabe Vincent, uh, also known as Namandi Vincent, he was in that mid-20s as well, seven points, five rebounds, not bad. Uh, and then you've got um, uh, Oni, who played 23 minutes, but he only had two points, two rebounds, two assists, not going to get it done. Obi Emegano, E-M-E-G-A-N-O, uh, just under 20 minutes, 12 points, but only one rebound, two assists. Uh, the guys that disappointed, though, really, in my opinion, Akpala played 15, four points. You've got uh uh, Udo, who only played four minutes with nothing, basically, and Metu, uh, like I said, 14 minutes, two points, disappointing there. Um, and then you've got, uh, uh, there was one other guy, Jaleel Okafor, 11 minutes, only four points also. Uh, Nawama, uh, Nawamu, who people thought would get minutes, played three minutes, three points. Uh, the only other guy to mention here was Josh Akogi little interesting. We know that he's got a mixed game. He can defend. He did get 22 minutes. Again, that's not quite going to cut it for me, but he did make decent of the time. He had 11 points, 
two rebounds, three assists, two steals, and a block. So, you know, a Kogi at least is on the radar. But, man, this is a team I'm going to hide from quite a bit. Uh, you know, if you hit it right with a Noara or a Chua, you know, or maybe one of the other guys in there. But I just – I'm not going to be big on this team because what we said we thought uh, Coach would do there, Coach Mike would do was – play a lot of guys. That's what he did in, in the friendlies. And he did the exact same thing here in the Olympics. So buyer beware as far as that goes. Uh, all right. As I'm looking up here, the, let's see, we still have us. Uh, we have France and the USA and Argentina versus Luka Doncic. So we'll go over those two, but I do want to mention this real quick. So hopefully you don't tune me out, but uh, if you're watching this right now on YouTube, please hit the thumbs up, hit the subscribe button and hit the little alert in the top corner. That is really super important to us. It really helps us move up the algorithm there on YouTube. We've reached uh, a, a really terrific goal for us on subscribers and we're well on the way to that second goal. So if you just take a second, you can even do it right now. Thumbs up, hit the subscribe, hit the alert button because you know that you know these podcasts are going to be frequent through the uh, Summer Olympics here and through the NBA Summer League, and they're going to come out at different times because you know the times of these games are, are completely different. So hitting that alert button makes sure that you can check it out there. If you're listening to this as an audio podcast on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, iHeart, where everywhere podcasts can be found – Take a second, hit the five stars, and make a quick comment. We've got five more days until our next one-week full-access winner to Coach Talk is drawn, and uh, our man Joe Stant will go in there and hit that randomizer, and all you have to do to qualify on our audio podcast is hit the five star. You can even put, you know, loved it. That can be your whole comment. I mean, it doesn't have to be much, but if you do both of those, he's able to pull that in and grab a winner. So we'd really appreciate that. You can check us out on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. I am at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Andrew is at Language Olympic. Uh, you can also check us out on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we're all over social media. Uh, we'd love comments here in YouTube. Uh, we answer them all. So, you know, love a comment in there. If uh, you want to tweet at DFS Coach Talk as well, if you have questions there, you can DM us, whatever you need to do, and we'll get to those answers. But go to DFSCoachTalk.com, sign up for one of our packages, either our three-day $10 package or what I think is our best deal that we've had this year. That is everything we've got all the way up until September 7th, right on the eve of the NFL starting. You get all of that for 88 So. We'd love to have you. We appreciate, you know, everybody listening in for sure. And let's catch the game that I'm most upset about here. And that, of course, is France and Team USA and a completely bitter loss. If you watch that game, I watched it and then rewatched it. I still don't know how the heck the USA lost that game. Not only did we blow like 10 chances we had completely wide open looks at the end of that game to, to win because we were down two. 
Durant, there wasn't with anybody within 10 feet of him. He missed the three. And then Holiday had a corner three, nobody within 15 feet of him, and he missed it. So I don't know. We couldn't have shot worse. We couldn't have played worse. So I'm I'm thinking, you know, we go 5-0 and from here and we win the gold, and that's hopefully what we can do. Do I have super confidence in that? I think right now if we don't play better, I think that there are multiple teams that can beat us, and that's scary. I think uh, without question the Spaniards can beat us with their experience. Uh, France already beat us. Italy could beat us. Uh, watching Don- Doncic and that team – they're they're pretty darn good team, Slovenia. They, you know, Luke is the man, but they have some other players that can play. Um, so they're extremely dangerous. And then, of course, Australia, and uh, they're big time. And I don't think Nigeria's, you know, out of it either. Uh, if they can win out and they beat us in the friendly, so man, you talk about all of a sudden we were worried about just winning the gold. How about just winning a medal? So uh, come on, pop man, let's get these guys going. Uh, all right, France, how did they pull this off? Well, a lot of it had to do with Evan Fournier. I mean, we just let him shoot the ball. He got 22 shots up. So that puts him immediately in consideration for a roster spot on this next set of games. I mean, how about 34 minutes and 22 shots? You know that's music to, to my ears because that means opportunity. If he's going to continue to play – that kind of minutes and have that workload and have that kind of usage. Got to consider him. He he threw in four rebounds, one assist, and a steal. You know, he's never going to be an ancillary stat monster, but if he's scoring like that and he's on the floor, uh, he's going to be in consideration. So he was the the anchor that, that defeated the USA. Gobert, steady, you know, only six shots like normal, no different than when he's playing in the NBA, five for six. All five dunks, we know that that's always the case. Only four for eight from the free throw line, so a little bit of hack of Rudy could happen at some point. He's not a good foul shooter. He just doesn't have his hands on the ball for more than one second as he's dunking the alley-oop, basically, so it's not as easy to hack him. He only had nine rebounds, and I say only because, you know, 28 minutes and 41 seconds, you know, I'm not – it's good. It's in that zone that we're looking for. But at his price, man, I want to see Rudy in the low 30s, and I want to see about 14, 15 rebounds for me to to roster him. But, uh, you know, the odd thing, no blocks and no steals. You usually get some blocks in there, and I'm sure he will. So, you know, he remains an option. He's going to be a key player for them without question. After that, you know, the guy that uh, my man Andrew here played, and I thought he might have been a little washed up, uh, not Andrew, but that's another story. <laughs> but the guy that he played, uh, Nando DiColo. Uh, I played him in the last Olympics. I mean, maybe, I mean, he's pretty old. He's played for a long time. He looks great, though. He's in great shape. Uh, he played 32 minutes. He was only four for 11 from the field, but got, you know, robbed on a few of those, a couple of in and outers. Uh, 13 points, but he had five rebounds, five assists, two steals. But he's still a very key uh, player on that team. So uh, I know Andrew had him uh, all over the place, and it paid off, and he's certainly going to be in consideration now for me going forward. Uh, the other two, the other guy that I think is in, in high consideration, and then after that, 
there's about six guys sharing minutes. So it's a little bit of difficulty going much very deep with France. But Nicholas Batum, solid as a rock, 31 minutes. Here's the problem. One field goal. That's it. He was one for four. He hit a very important three uh, to st uh, stretch the lead there at the very end. But that was his only basket. Uh, so that's a little bit surprising. Uh, I think he'll pick that up. But he did have four rebounds, five assists, and a steal. And, again, he was playing against the USA. So it's certainly upside with him. If he's going to get north of 30 minutes like he did here, uh, certainly deserves some mention. Now you've got a, here this group of guys. I won't go through their stats uh, per, per se, but they're all in that that dangerous, you know, 12 to 18 minute range. And you have TLC who played 15, Thomas Hurdle who played 17. Uh, then you've got uh, Vin uh, Vincente Port uh, Poirier, the, the one that was with the Celtics, the center. Uh, he played 11 minutes, but, you know, that's not enough either. Uh, Mustafa Fall, a uh, big guy, he was pretty good when he was in there, but he only played uh, 11 minutes. Uh, he was five for six from the line, had four rebounds in a short period of time. So he's going to get uh, some looks, I think, later, but not enough minutes yet. Um, and then uh, Yabaselli, he played 18 minutes, but that's a little deceiving. I think he would have got 23 or four. He got hurt and had to go out. He ended up coming back in, but it definitely uh, you know, bothered him. He was only three for four from the field. Uh, four rebounds, but he still hustles. He's still not a bad play. A lot of people are going to be sour on him after that first game, but I think there's some potential there. All right, let's go to Team USA. And it is a, you know what, S-H-I-T-S-H-O-W, shit show. I got to say it because I was couldn't believe how poor they played. All right, here's the deal. Now, when what do we look for going forward with Team USA? They're all overpriced. We knew that. There were eight guys that were like all super high priced. And we had zero guys, zero, get over 27 minutes. So, you know, Pop's doing Pop. We knew it was very possible. You know, Durant played 20 minutes, so throw that out the window. He was in terrible foul trouble. He had four fouls early in the third quarter and ended up fouling out. So I think Durant's going to play 32 minutes. I think he'll be the single guy that will get north of 30. So I'm not going to give up on him. He was four for 12, 10 points, two rebounds, two assists, just garbage game. So throw that out the window, and I think Durant could be back. And listen to these shooting percentages. First of all, we were 25 for 69 as a team. 25 for 69, 36%. And our best players, probably five of the best 10 shooters in the world, listen to these numbers. Zach Levine was three for six, and he was the star, basically, of that group as far as field goals. Lillard, three for 10, 30%. Duran, as we said, four for 12, 33%. Jason Tatum, three for nine, 33%. Drew Holiday, five for 13 for 38%. And he hit five shots in a row in the second half. So he was really in trouble before that. And then you have Devin Booker, one for six, 16%. So, you know, we're not going to win games like that with those superstar shooters. I don't think we'll shoot that poorly again. And it's not like France was playing shutdown defense. So, 
I mean, it's bizarre. It really is. But you know some of that's going to turn around. I'm going to scan down the USA roster real quick so that we can make some decisions going forward. Keldon Johnson played nine minutes, no points. Not going to use him. Zach Levine, 18 minutes, eight points. You got to start looking at him. I think he is going to get really solid minutes. As we said, Dame Lillard, and that was the main guy I used, he did play 28 minutes, but only 11 points, three rebounds, three assists, but he had four turnovers, only one steal, no blocks. You know, the, the turnover, and he had a couple of bad ones too. So terrible game for him. I do think he and Duran are still going to be the anchors for this team. I think they're both going to get the biggest minutes and score the most points. Middleton only played five minutes and zeros, nothing. Jeremy Grant didn't get in the game. He's the only player that got zero minutes. Jason Tatum, again, looked like garbage. I don't know what's wrong with him. Uh, he did get 24 minutes, but how about all of nine points, three for nine, with one rebound and no assists and two turnovers? Are you kidding me? Uh, ridiculous. JaVale McGee got a quick run, two minutes, two points. You know, we may need him in some of the games with against a lot of bigs like Spain, where they've got like four centers. Uh, Drew Holiday was the star in the second half and really was the key go-to guy. He did play 28 minutes, which is shocking because they had just gotten there, I think, 24 hours before uh, this game tipped uh, from coming back from the finals. He did have 18 points, seven rebounds, four assists. Uh, and a steal. So he, he, I'm sure that that's going to sit well with Pop. I'm sure that he's got some extra minutes coming, but everybody's going to race to the Drew Holiday bandwagon, not me. I'm, I'm concerned that it's a bit of a trap because here's the deal. He's going to be, he's expensive. He's going to be over-owned because of that first day, first performance. He's still only a couple days out from just traveling over there. He has no games with this team whatsoever except this last stint. And before he hit those five shots, he was like 0 for 7 or 1 for 8 or whatever he was. So it's not like he was tearing it up. Plus the usage and shots certainly are going to, you know, Durant's going to get a bunch of those back. So I'm not saying Holiday's a bad play. I know uh, Crash Davis is probably mad at me, Mr. Milwaukee Bucks. But here, here's the deal. I just don't know if he's worth it if he gets 23, 24 minutes uh, for, at that price. But, you know, you can continue to look at him. One guy that I thought, you know, could have some ceiling games ahead, and they didn't really utilize him very much. He got that in that pocket minutes, almost 26, and that was Bam Adebayo. He did get 12 points, 5 for 8, which is respectable. Grabbed 10 rebounds. He's our definitely our main rebounder. And, and like Bam does, he had two assists, uh, you know, and uh, one block, two steals. I mean, he's always going to fill in the box score for you. And really, he's our only center unless JaVale pays, plays a little more. I don't think we can really afford to go to Draymond at just center. He's just so darn small. I mean, he's smaller than a lot of the point guards for some of these teams. So, uh, Bam is high on my list for Team USA going forward. And then you have Draymond, like I said, 21 minutes. He only had two points, four assists, four rebounds, two rebounds. So a terrible game for him at his price. He'll get that low to mid-20s minutes, but unless he decides he's going to score a little bit, very hard to roster. Biggest disappointment on the night, 
and I'm glad I didn't roster him. Devin Booker, 18 minutes is all one for six from the field, but you got to give him a pass. You know, jet lag coming over, uh, haven't not you know have not played. He did get a cool buzz cut though. If you if you happen to see the game, looked pretty good. All right, that is it. So hopefully we never have to talk about that horrific of a game from Team USA again. Uh, that would be very nice to, to not have to worry about. So we have one game remaining, and it is Spain. Is this it? Uh, no. Let me see here. I don't want to skip. And We've got two games remaining. I'm all over the place. Argentina and Slovenia. Well, you know what? That was our saving grace, guys, because and gals. We said this would be a high-scoring game. Uh, we thought it would be a fairly close. It wasn't that close, but 118 to 100 just smashed everybody else. And there was some fantastic basketball being played. Uh, Dirk, you want to say anything about your buddy Luca? I mean, good Lord. I mean, that was, I, I got to start with that because. I know you guys are going to say, oh, he's a Homer Mavs fan, big Luca fan. Well, I am, but 48, as in 48 points in 31 minutes, insane. 18 for 29, 62%. 12 for 15 on twos, 6 for 14 from threes, 6 for 7 from the foul line, and just for fun, how about 11 rebounds, 5 assists, on top of everything else and three blocks. Why not? So broke the slate. We had them. And I mean, you know, I told you, I thought that 11, eight price was a steal. Uh, I I'm thinking he's a 13 plus player. So we'll see going forward. Uh, he did have an exceptional game. Argentina's not that great. So I don't want to, you know, jump somersaults here and say, you know, Luke is 100% owned every game. I think that depending on the game and depending on where his price goes, uh, we're going to have to look at it. But man, oh man, was that fun to watch. Uh, hopefully you saw, you've seen it. Um, and you can check out those games. By the way, if you want to watch all the games, go to uh, checknbc.com and it, the channel's called Peacock, you know, the, the NBC Peacock. You have to... Uh, it's $4.99 a month, $4.99, but you can get it for one month and then cancel it. And every single game's on there, and it's not choppy or anything. It's real crisp picture uh, on your computer. You can uh, live stream whatever you call to the big TV. Uh, we did that here. Uh, so, you know, that's where you want to check out all the games. And I'll tell you, I've watched every one of these games and two of them twice. That's the best way to scout out these games. The box scores can lie to you a lot. So, and the friendlies and last year's Olympics. Watch those games. Listen to us. Check us out on a daily basis because uh, I know Andrew today was going to do this preview podcast with me, but he was re-watching all the games because he did a little snoozola there and, and missed a few of them. So that's how serious we take it, and we're watching everything from coaching rotations to, you know, uh, player, uh, the way they look on the court, the way they're playing together. And, I, and I'll say that to say Slovenia is scary. I mean, not only Luka, I like the rest of their team. They played tough. Again, Argentina is, is worse than I thought. I, I really thought they were a big threat, but it's not the old Monty Ginobili teams. 
a lot of those guys uh, have have retired. So anyway, let's talk about Slovenia. We know Luca read it out. He crushed it. There are a handful of other guys that we I like a lot. First of all, Vlatko Kanchar from Denver, 12 points, five rebounds, uh, two steals. Doesn't sound great, but he did get almost 27 minutes and he looked good. So that's a guy we can look at. I was 100% wrong on Zoran Dragic. I mean, I can't believe if you watch that game, it's absolutely hilarious. He looks exactly like his brother Goran now. Now, when I saw them play together, Goran was older, <clears throat> had that receding hairline a bit, had a little bit of gray, you know, looked a little different in the throat and neck. And, and uh, Zoran was a little younger, more hair, <clears throat> the whole nine yards. Well, Goran's gotten way older now. And now Zoran, his brother, I mean, it was like watching. I, I told my son, I said, is that Gore? Are you sure they didn't switch? And that's the other brother? Because he looked good. He played just like his brother. If you watch his foul shot and his penetration shots, it's like you're watching uh, a mirror of, of Goran. It was, it's crazy. But he played uh, 22 minutes, seven points, four rebounds, and you know, I, I one steal. So it's not like he did great at all, but I said that he sort of stunk, but he was pretty good. So somebody to keep an eye on. I'm not going to race to him, but certainly better than he used to be. Uh, the guys that, that I have a little interest in, though, uh, going forward, of course, Mike Toby. We talked about him, and he did get 28 minutes, so you got to love that. Um, and he had 11 points, 14 rebounds, uh, and he also had uh, just some dominant play. I mean, he can shoot it, uh, but his shot is ugly. And for you old guys out there that remember Bill Cartwright or gals uh, that remember Bill Cartwright from the the Bulls. Um, it's amazing. He has that ugly same shot where the ball's like two feet in front of him. It's right in front of his head, and it's just like a shot put two-handed. It's pretty ugly, but his game is not out there at the three-point line, although you know a couple of them were in and out. He was 0 for 2 from out there, but he's an interior player, and Luca finds him and loves him. He had a couple lobs to him that you know he's 5 for 8 from the field, uh, five for six from two because a lot of those were inside with the minutes and the rebounds and Luca looking for him. Uh, and he looks, and I'll tell you what, Toby knows how to play with Luca. I mean, there was one pass that got deflected that Luca threw sideways. It was an absolute bullet and got deflected and knocked out of bounds, but they still said it was a turnover, which it wasn't. But uh, he was ready to catch it. You could see on the replay, he was there and it was going to be a layup. So I like his, uh, you know, his potential going forward. Uh, he and Luke are definitely a great one-two punch, and that's what really helped us uh, get over the top in this first go-around. So he's the number two guy, but not like a gigantic superstar. If, if the other team has some really good bigs, which we really don't have many bigs um, in you at the Team USA, but I think that you know they could hold him down a little bit. But he certainly has to be in consideration. Hopefully, his price. Uh, levels just a little bit. A couple other guys that, that made a little bit of an impact uh, that I think deserve at least a look is uh, Yaka Blazic, B-L-A-Z-I-C. Played 27 minutes, had a very bad shooting game, one for six, but he was looking for the shot. But he did have five rebounds and he had a block and he's, he's just, he's athletic. I think he's a, a good, cheaper guy 
if you're looking for somebody that's going to get in that 25 to 28 magic zone there. Um, Clemen Preplicic, uh, 22 minutes, had 22 points in 22 minutes. Now, was that, uh, you know, a little bit, you know, over what he's capable of? I mean, four for six from three. I mean, he got my attention, 22 points in 20, 21 and a half minutes, four rebounds, two assists. I think you're going to see a lot of people going to Prepolich in this next game. I don't think he's a, a mortal lock. Let's double check the pricing. But he got decent minutes, shot the ball extremely well. Certainly, you know, that's not going to stay where he's shooting uh, 80, uh, 66% from three and six for seven from the line at 86%. So that's some shooting. Um, but we'll keep an eye on him. After that, a, a lot of guys that just didn't get much of a run, didn't contribute uh, a whole lot, and uh, I think you'll be able to stay with that basic group uh, going forward. All right, on the other side of the ball for Argentina, um, like I say, big big uh, step back for them. Campazzo was tough as heck. He got 29 minutes. He had 21 points, six rebounds for that little dude, four assists, uh, three steals. So Campazzo, absolutely, I could see rostered him, no problem. Uh, Luis Gola, I was so glad that I uh, rostered him. He looks like an older guy. He, so, he reminds me of Ben Affleck, like from Batman, when he, he's got that graying hair, sharp dude. He played 27 minutes. That's all you need from him. He got 23 points, four rebounds, and an assist, and a block. Um, still can play. I mean, he had a really nice NBA career because he was a heck of a player and scorer. Um, I don't think he's a slam dunk going forward, but Scola certainly is, um, you know, maybe one of their best players, if not the best. The guy that I liked a lot, I'm so mad at myself because he was in, he was like one of my first guys in my lineup and then I ended up not playing him. And that's Gabriel Deck, the guy that signed with the Thunder, the three-year deal. Man, he was good. And he, he even took on uh, the chore of trying to guard Luca. Not that he did great, but that's how much they counted on him. He got almost 27 minutes, 17 points. Here's the key, though. He got up 17 shots, which is a lot of shots, including six threes. And he chipped in with eight rebounds, two assists, and a steal. So Mr. Deck is a player, and he's getting minutes, and he'll be on my radar I don't want to make that mistake again. Um, so uh, Scola, definitely Composo and Deck. The other guys uh, that are the next flight, uh, cert certainly uh, Patricio Gar Garino, who we said we liked, just had an off game. He's a, he's a great defender, uh, 22 and a half minutes. He was only one for six, so that was somewhat of a disaster. Two assists, uh, but I you know, again, you got to be careful because he's more of a defensive guy, but I do think he'll get minutes and I don't think he's a one for six kind of shooter. So as a backup, as a cheap guy, something to keep in mind. Uh, Marcos Della, 17 minutes, seven points, five rebounds, not a bad, uh, you know, big off the bench. Uh, and then uh, my man, Nicholas Brusino, I'm super disappointed there. He only got 15 minutes, five points, 
big fat zero on rebounds, two assists, uh, one block. I mean, he's, I think that's the, the Brusino experiment is over for me, but he's not bad. He can make some shots if he's hot. And then Lapervitola, uh, uh, he's, I think he'll get more minutes. He had an off game as well. Only 14 minutes, two for four. Uh, that really hurt them, you know, one rebound, two assists. So there are a few guys I think that can step up and play better for Argentina. But, you know, that main group is where you're going to want to stay uh, going forward. All right, the last game, Spain 88, Japan 77. Uh, closer than most people expected. We thought this would be an easy 20-point blowout. Spain went out to that quick 20-point lead, but Japan, playing at home, showed some heart. Even though they didn't have a home crowd there, they showed some uh, heart, and they played uh, hard in the second half and made it a game. So uh, not really a game. They, Spain was never in doubt, but, you know, 88-77, uh, they did make a run, so you got to give them credit. Uh, not too difficult. It's exactly what we said, basically, on the Japanese side. You've got two NBA players in Hashimura and Watanabe, and they dominated play. They were by far the best two players. Their stats combined, uh, they they took 34 shots between them, and I think that that will be the consistent pattern as we you know we predicted. Uh, Hashimura can play better. He had 20 points, only two rebounds, and one assist, which is horrible for playing 37 minutes. He played more minutes, and we thought that too than anybody else in any game. Uh, Watanabe played 35 minutes and 41 seconds. He was right behind him. 19 points, only five for 13, but he did look like a more well-rounded player. He had eight rebounds, three assists, and uh, five steals. So big bonus there. That's why he was priced higher than Hashimura. DraftKings was right. Those two have to be considered one or the other. I don't know how you play a Japan Japanese game without playing one of those two because they're just so usage and ball dominant. Uh, there are uh, three other guys, though, I want to mention here that I'm considering. And it's uh, Yude Baba, B-A-B-A, -B -A, 31 minutes. He only had seven points, but he only took three shots. He did have five assists. He ran the show, two steals. Looked like a ball player, though. I mean, he's, I think, their third best player. And the guy that I, I liked a lot, I, I do think he's got tons of potential. He just didn't play well. He did get 30, uh, I'm sorry, 24 minutes. I wanted, I was expecting 30, eight points, three for seven from the field. He did get seven rebounds and four assists in that short time. And that's Gavin Edwards. And I think, I think he's a good player. I'll still feel good about rostering him and hope he can get closer to that 30 minute mark because he's athletic. And, uh, you know, in actuality, may be their third best player, either him or Baba. Um, after that, it's it's thin. Their bench is, is very poor. Uh, the only other guy was Tagashi that got 16 minutes and eight points. Uh, other than that, it was really pretty much what we expected. So they were held to 77. They're not going to be a high-scoring team, uh, really sticking with maybe the, the two studs, one of those, and maybe one of the two values in Bob R. Edwards if their prices are right. But I don't mind exposure to Japan, 
certainly not going to stack them. They're not going to be scoring in the hundreds uh, anytime soon. And then the last team on the slate is Spain. And again, you know, the, the, the thing with Spain is twofold. One, they're tremendously experienced. They by far have the most experience in this, in uh, Olympic play, any type of play, you name it. I mean, with Pau Gasol, Rudy Fernandez, Sergio Rodriguez, Ricky Rubio, Victor uh, Claver, Marcus Gasol, Willie Hernan Gomez, and Sergio Lal. I mean, those guys have all played buku games for Spain and all kinds of different stuff. So they are a serious threat. And the minutes were divvied up a ton here. Was that because they were up by 20 pretty early against Japan? I think some of it is. If they're in a super tight game, I think you'll see a little bit shorter rotation. But the tough part right now is they had nobody play over 22 minutes. Isn't that crazy? Uh, they had, I'll just give you a quick rundown here because it's that important, I think, with these guys. Gasol only played 13 minutes, nine points. So he's not going to get a big run, Mike. He, he's, he's looking older. Rudy Fernandez, 20 minutes, no points, though. He just had a terrible game. Sergio Rodriguez, 18 minutes, nine points. He's certainly a big part of their rotation still. Ricky Rubio was great. He only played 21 minutes and 44 seconds, but in that time frame, he had 20 points, nine assists, I mean, and two rebounds. I mean, that's going to get it done. I know he's costly, but he is definitely the maestro behind that team. Uh, Victor Claver, uh, uh, 13 points in 22 minutes. He grabbed nine rebounds. He was terrific. So he and Rubio, 21-22, those were the two highest minutes uh, and certainly something that, that you know, we got to watch going forward. Then you have uh, Marcus All only got 19, but he did have 12 points, uh, two rebounds, four assists, so a little dangerous. As we thought, Willie Hernan Gomez would get squeezed out because of all the bigs. He only played nine minutes, six points, four rebounds. He's always a good DFS points per minute guy, but just like in the NBA, he's, he's not getting enough minutes. Garuba only 14 minutes, one point, disappointing. Alberte, Alberto Abalde, A-B-A-L-D-E, was the guy that, you know, I was surprised got some minutes, 17 minutes, two points, two rebounds. Not great, but he did get some minutes. And then uh, Alex Abrinas, 21 minutes, 11 points, uh, three rebounds. And, he, you know, he got a decent run and looked like he could play. And then the old man, Sergio Lull, 17 minutes. Five points, uh, three assists. So, again, mixed bag of tricks. It's very difficult to play somebody and feel comfortable that they're going to get minutes. They have had zero guys even touch that 25 to 28-minute mark that we're looking for. So, yeah, big tough decisions on the Spain side and figuring out where they're going to go. This wasn't as good a sample because they were in charge of, of Japan most of the game. But uh, dangerous team, deep team, and experienced team, but not a team that I'm going to be running to in DFS. All right, that is it. Hopefully, this gives you a good feel for all 12 teams. Uh, you know, this will be the last preview-ish kind of show. I did the one prior to to get us our feet wet. Uh, obviously, uh, we'll be doing a pod every day that there's FIBA basketball, FIBA. Olympic basketball, 
with these FIBA teams. I'm on the FIBA website. That's why I, I keep doing that. That's a great site. If you haven't gone to it, it's FIBA.basketball backslash Olympics. And it has the box scores. It has the game times. Not that you can figure out these crazy game times, but uh, everything's on there. Check that out. And, uh, you know, NBC, the Peacock channel, if you want to watch the games. But we'd love to have you. Let us do all that work for you. Let us uh, be the ones with big black circles because we're not sleeping. We're watching games. DFSCoachTalk.com. We'd love to have you join us for sure and uh, go from there. So, uh, again, hopefully this uh, gets you up to speed. Tomorrow, Andrew and I will be back to preview and work on the four games and filling in those spots on DraftKings uh, to get an optimal lineup. I feel an optimal lineup coming very soon. So appreciate you. Thanks for spending this time with me and uh, certainly look forward to seeing everybody here tomorrow. Uh, certainly as Andrew and I look to crush it in Olympic basketball DFS. <laughs>